Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In 2016, Rodrigo Duterte won the presidency by a landslide on lofty promises of ending drugs, corruption, and criminality. But today, just over 100 days left in his term, and these issues are still issues. We have 59 days until one of the most crucial elections of our time. 59 days to make a difference and choose his successor. But who is the Filipino voter in 2022? What are their motivations and aspirations? I'm Franco Luna, Puma Podcast. In this episode, we take a closer look at how the priorities of Filipino voters have evolved. Ano ba ang inyong national poster? Ano ba ang nais yung pagtuunan ng pansin ng inyong mga kandidato, lalong-lalo na ang Pangulo. Sino ba itong mga iniisip natin? Ang puso ba niya ay nasa para sa mga mahihirap? Siya ba'y mapagkakatiwalaan? Ang kanyang pagkatao ba ay masasabi natin anes? Siya ba'y walang bahid ng korupsyon? That was Dean Dumanhit. He's the founder and managing director of the Stratbase Group, a strategic advisory firm. He was speaking at the Botomok Kinabukasan Natin Forum organized by the Shareholders Association of the Philippines, or SHAREFIL, on March 8th. According to Dindo, job creation and poverty are still top-of-mind issues for Filipinos today. Kalungkot-lungkot na nakararami sa ating butante ay tinatawag nila or they describe themselves as social class B. Mga taong hirap sa buhay challenge sa salitang Ingles by low income. At makikita natin ito minsan sa pananaw at sa pagboto nila. Iba ang pananaw nila doon sa mga nakatapos, professional, no? dahil itong mga social class din natin ay nitawin na ipit, na ipit sa generational inequality. Maybe brought about by the realities that they have limited educational attainment The economic consequences of the pandemic have emerged as the single most important election issue this year. At sabi nga ni Dindo, iba ang pananaw ng mga Pilipinong naipit sa kahirapan ng buhay. Here's radio personality Gang Badoy Kapati. She's executive director of RockEd Philippines. Kung nakatira ka sa, halimbawa, neighborhood na hindi gaanong safe, let's say maraming hold-upper, maraming ganyan, Gusto mo talaga ng nanay o tatay na matapang, macho, may baril, para feeling mo safe. Pero kung nasa lipunan ka ng maayos, nakakainis yung tatay na pamacho kasi hindi naman kailangan. Alam mo yun? So, feeling ko, i-check mo, do I feel safe with this leader? And why? Why am I drawn to leaders who are obviously violent, obviously, you know, EJK Festival? Why was I drawn to this? And inherently, alam mong hindi okay yun, di ba? So you have to also explore yourself and say, oh, kailangan ko matuto mag-trust. 
Dindo says it's important to look at where the bulk of votes will be coming from. New data commissioned by Stratbase showed Filipinos aged 18 to 44 make up almost half of all voters. Voters are also largely concentrated in Luzon and overwhelmingly Roman Catholic. So, no candidate can get to the presidency without securing a share of the youth, Luzon, or Catholic Church vote. That's always been the case, really. But in 2022, one big problem that's come up is disinformation. Pinakatakutan po ang nangyayari ngayon sa social media sa Pilipinas. Kasi ang nangyayari sa atin ngayon ay hindi lang pandemya ng COVID, kundi pandemya ng disinformation. At nangyayari ito habang lumalaki ang role ng internet as a source of news sa ating bayan. It has overtaken radio. Nung tinanong namin ito sa butante noong 2010, it was only 1%. Noong 2016, it was only 2%. Pero kagulat-gulat, it's now 19%. Ang mahirap sa social media sa ating bayan, I'm a great believer on the power of social media. Mukhang nagamit. Nagamit ng mga masasamang loob sa politika. I call them political operatives. Na yung isang platforma tulad ng Facebook, YouTube, na magbibigay pagkakataon na magkaroon tayo ng social interaction ay nagagamit sa politika. Another issue that's been hotly debated is the validity of pre-election surveys. Does anyone really know anyone who's been interviewed for them? We often wonder who these people are. So how much stock should we put on surveys? Here's Gang again. Yung survey kasi study siya ng subset of subset of subset. So parang may pinipili lang silang tinatanong. So hindi ako gaanong naglilin completely on anong sinasabi ng surveys. Pero, of course, may science to it and of course, may valid input lahat naman meron. Para sa akin, ang una, ang square one ko, kumbaga doon ako mag-uumpisa bago ako mamili ng iboboto, ano yung mahalaga sa akin? So, irrelevant muna kung sino sila. I would like to say na kung ano ang importante sa'yo, doon ka mag-start. But don't discount surveys. If you don't agree with the findings of one, don't dismiss it or ridicule someone who has an opposing viewpoint. Experts at the Sheffield Botomo Kinabukasan Natin Forum say there are ways to convince people to use their one vote wisely. Author and preacher Bo Sanchez says the key is to encourage open dialogue. Ako iniisip ko, conversations. Yung sinabi mo sa Alvin na, Oy, isang boto lang naman ako, eh, baliwala. Hindi, isang boto ka, pero marami kang kaibigan. So, makipag-usap, you know, tanungin. Ako, yun ang ginagawa ko. Tinatanong ko yung mga tao, driver or tindera or waiter, sinong boboto mo? Tapos sasabihin niya, gusto niya iboto. Tatanungin ko, bakit? So, minsan yung dahilan nila, hindi masyadong ano, pinag-isipan. So, magtatanong pa ako. And I think that's what we can do. No? Yung sinabi mong, paano ba i-encourage yung mga tao bumoto? At paano ba i-encourage yung mga tao na bumoto wisely? No? If we can start conversations na medyo magtatanong, ma- huwag ka agad sabihin nyo, ito yung gusto, kong, gusto niyong i-boto ko, pero makinig ka muna. No? Gang Badoy Kapati says it's even more important that you have these kinds of meaningful conversations around your local officials. If your president is good and your mayor is not, you're in trouble. 
But if your president is awful, pero okay yung mayor mo, may chance na mas okay ang livelihood, ang life mo. So do not, do not let go of the chance to get to know your LGU candidates. Aralin mo yung konsehal. Sila yung pinaka-physically malapit sa'yo. You need to know who you can call near you in your area. And that's the hard truth. It takes more than shading a circle on May 9. Because your singular vote and mine affect all of us in the long run. Kailangan rin natin tandaan na ang government, ang presidente, ang vice president, hindi sila yung source of inspiration or patriotism. May mga makata para dyan, may musicians, may Bo Sanchez, may Father Anton, may Heidelin Diaz. Ang trabaho ng gobyerno ay magbigay ng services. You have to vote for people who need the services. That's what we mean by you vote for others, you vote for the Philippines. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was written by myself. It was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. Thanks for listening. <laughs>